0: Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, November 8th, 2018. I'm here really early. Um, I'm here about two in the morning. I, just, I couldn't sleep, got up, and I thought, let me see about the stories in the inbox and what's going on um, with the Nefarium. And I found I found a couple of really very interesting stories that I want to share with you. Uh, These were shared by one of our regular contributors of articles and so on in Australia. But anyway, before we get to that, um, I want to remind everybody there is a vid chat Friday. Uh, That will be the African-European members time zone vid chat. That'll start about 2 o'clock. The schedule actually says 2.30, but it's going to be actually probably 2 o'clock. And as usual, I'll be in the um, in the pre chat uh, earlier than that. So don't forget that that's coming up. And I will have a couple of announcements also uh, for the members uh, in the in the uh, vid chat. So anyway, as you might have guessed, the elections are over <laughs> in the United States, and you know I. I had to joke about it because, as most of you have heard by now, the Republicans held uh, held the United States Senate. The Democrats picked up the majority in the House of Representatives. And so I'm thinking, well, the Russians only hacked half of the election, apparently, <laughs> this, this time. Which brings me to the subject of today's news and views from the Nefarium, because these two articles are concerning our... Good friends, those pesky Russians, and uh, their plans for space, okay? Now, I want to set this in a very serious context because I'm, as you probably have guessed from following the blogs and so on, following the things I've been uh, talking about, speaking at conferences about in the last decade or so, I increasingly think it's becoming very, very difficult to disentangle the geopolitics and international finances of the world from what's going on in space and the case in point is today i have a couple of articles i want to uh, read a few brief paragraphs from these articles both appeared on rt on their website uh, the first one titled russia to have permanent moon base and and that's Coming from their uh, space chief. This was published November second. A second article uh, published November sixth, and that t- article's title. And this is the mo- more important of the two articles. Pandora, anyone? Russia plans to set up moon base inhabited by avatar robots. Now, this plan, uh, RT is is being typically circumspect and not giving out too many details, but the plan that they, the details that they have given out indicate that there's some real thinking behind this, and the Russians are are thinking in a very major way about how to go about establishing a permanent uh, moon base. So let me begin with the article that was published November 2nd, Uh, again titled, Russia to Have Permanent Moon Base, and that's coming from the Space Chief. And I'm reading the last three paragraphs in this article. Quote, Russia's current lunar plan is to develop a new super-heavy lift launch vehicle over the next decade and use it to create a permanent base on the surface sometime in the 2030s. Roscosmos, that's the Russian Space Agency, is also collaborating with other space agencies on the Lunar Orbital Platform Gateway, a project to build a manned space station orbiting the moon. Now, that, that plan is, I think, genuine because the Germans proposed a, a similar plan just a couple of years ago, uh, and I think that this is... The platform that they want to use to establish a uh, more permanent human presence on the surface of the moon and use it also as a jumping off point perhaps for future missions uh, to deeper space. But in any case, that's going ahead. Um, Anyway, the Lunar Orbital Platform Gateway, a project to build a manned space station orbiting the moon which would serve as a relay point for missions to the satellite and beyond, where spacecraft could refuel as necessary. The plan is for Russia to provide several modules for the station, but in September, Dmitry Rogozin, that's the head of Roscosmos, put the collaboration into question when he complained that the U.S. wanted Russia, quote, to play the second fiddle, unquote, in the project. In the interview, Rogozin explained his plans to integrate various Russian space industry producers into three giant enterprises, which would be responsible for rocket engines, rocket hulls, and instrumentation. He also promised to double the number of space launches the next year compared to 2018, and gave a project report on rocket projects, including the Soyuz 5 rocket and the Angara rocket family. Now... Just before we get to the second article article here, I think this indicates uh, just from these few details that, like it or not, um, Russia's commitments to international space projects are probably going to continue. But what I think this is signaling is even if it doesn't, they're going to do this on their own, all right? And that brings us to the exact nature of the plan that Rogozin has in mind. This is the second article. I've posted the links uh, on the YouTube feed when I post it. I'll post them on the website so that you can read these two articles. I'm reading now from the first three paragraphs of the second article titled Pandora, anyone? Russia plans to set up a moon base inhabited by Avatar robots. Now listen carefully, folks, to the implications of just these three paragraphs. Quote, After unveiling an ambitious plan to install a permanent base on the moon, Russia's space boss, Dmitry Rogozin, has now added a truly science fiction-esque detail. Humans will control it from Earth through sophisticated avatar robotics. Quote, Quote, we're talking about creating a long-term base, not constantly manned, but visitable, unquote. Rogozin, who leads Russia's National Space Agency, Roscosmos, told RIA Novosti on Tuesday. Let me read it again. We're talking about creating a long-term base, not constantly manned, but visitable, the base will be chiefly managed by, quote, robotized systems, avatars that will be executing tasks on the moon's surface, he said, noting that the whole project will be larger than the U.S. Apollo program of the 60s and 70s. Now, just stop and consider what he's really saying. Russia is planning to use its robotics capability, and if you've been following Russia's development in robotics for the Russian military, uh, it's beginning to get very, very sophisticated, all right? So there's no doubt in my mind that they can take that military technology and reconfigure it, reconstrue that technology to be used not only to manage a moon base, but to construct it, literally steering the robots from relays on Earth and we've, we've seen the Chinese have some success with this technique with their jade, uh, their jade rabbit uh, robotic explorer that they sent to the moon just a couple years ago. So Russia is planning, in other words, in my opinion, to put the robots on the moon, use the robots then to construct the, the base. And later in the article, I want to read you one more paragraph here. Undoubtedly, the moon's grayish scenery looks bleak compared to Pandora, referring to the movie Avatar, to Pandora's vivid colors, but the main idea likely remains the same. Humans using advanced tech for remote exploration. This sure fits in line with other peculiar things officials at Roscosmos recently envisioned, like repairing space equipment using spare parts 3D printed right from the lunar soil. And again, NASA has talked about this, and I suspect now that what what we're being told, if you put all of this together, is that part of the robotics that they plan to send will be 3D printers, not only to make replacement parts, but actually construct things up there. Now, the key here is that they're planning to build a base, which is permanent. The base is permanent but not necessarily permanently habitable. In other words, they're going to be using the robots to maintain the base and then have humans occasionally visit, which is a very, very interesting plan if they're able to pull it off. And I have no doubt that they probably are able to pull it off, barring any interference or sabotage to these plans. Now, why do I say that? because if you've been following the space developments recently it does appear that someone is trying deliberately to sabotage the Russian space program. We've seen the holes in the International Space Station that are now admitted at least to be deliberate and the Russians are choosing their words carefully but they're strongly hinting that it was sabotage not merely Uh, negligence because these holes have appeared uh, on other parts of Soviet or of Russian craft and finally we had the recent launch failure uh, in Russia so it appears to me that the there are parties that want to keep the Russian space program under suspicion and let's not forget the the Russians back in the 1970s tested their version Of the big moon booster Uh, I forget what it was called and there is strong evidence that when that booster failed that that it may have been sabotage namely uh, American intelligence which brings me to the final point here I think if you put this Set of announcements in with the recent comments uh, from President Trump in this country about creating a space force. What I suspect you're seeing now is a geopolitical or kind of exopolitical manifestation of tensions that are going to be carried back into space. Uh, and this is going to be increasingly the battleground. Now, Russia's in a much stronger position here because they have a launch vehicle. They do have the robotic capacity and so on and so forth. We do not in the United States. The countries that right now possess the heavy lift capability are Japan, China, Russia, and of course the European countries, uh, France and Germany. So there are very few countries that have the heavy launch capacity to make a public space program like this work, which raises the question of whether or not there are going to be secret plans along these lines to develop moon bases but using more exotic launch technology than chemical rockets, if you take my meaning. And that could be explaining why we're seeing the ratchet-up in the United States for a Space Force. Now, there's one final speculation, and this is not my own speculation, but someone mentioned to me, and I I don't want to reveal initials or names or anything, but this is not my speculation, but someone mentioned to me that another thing that may be happening with the Space Force is that it may be a mechanism that is being used, a political mechanism, Mechanism being used to take down certain elements within the so-called American deep state, in the guise of consolidation of chains of command. I suspect that 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 may be a possibility, but I I, I think the more pressing reason is that there are now space political or exopolitical reasons for what we're seeing, and there may be hidden reasons for why the Russians are wanting to establish a a robotized avatar robot base on the moon, because that would give them some flexibility. And here comes the key point here, if we're talking in terms of covert secret space programs. If, If they develop this avatar robot capability, what it would mean with a permanent base is that they may have the ability to explore the lunar surface at some distance from that base and bring back anything curious. They can scout. They can do reconnaissance. Bring back any uh, curious items that may be on the surface, if you take my meaning. So I do think there's a secret space program aspect to what Russia plans to do. And the key here is those robots that would give them a tremendous and long-range lunar surface reconnaissance capability so the race is on folks Russia just announced it. huge hugely important stories uh, kind of fall off the radar but when you really consider the implications I think right here you're looking at yet another manifestation of a new space race and more secret space program stuff Anyway, that's it for today's news and views. Don't forget, tomorrow we do have the members' vid chat. This will be the African-European time zone vid chat at 2 p.m. U.S. Central Time. Uh, As usual, I'll be in the chat room early. Get your questions in. Please remember, when you email me your questions or your comments, put vid chat questions in the subject header of the email, all in capitals, so that I will know that that it's for the vid chat. Anyway, interesting stuff going on in Russia. We'll see you on the flip side, folks. Bye-bye, and God bless.